0: Hi, this is Stage Appropriate with Juno.
1: Did you forget your name? No comment. And Katie? Did you forget yours? No. Once I did.
0: Mm. That time at the
1: gym. Don't need to talk about that. No, it's fine. (laughs) Juno, what do we need to talk about? Musicals! Oh yeah! I love musicals. Do you? Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. What musical should we talk about? Hmm? Do we have a planned one? Yeah. Oh. She's so weird.
0: Just kidding. I already know.
1: Sunset Boulevard. Thank you. That's, it seems weird to just sing it once. I feel like you should have to Sunset Boulevard. She's doing full on like hand gestures. Like, <laughs> Not rude hand gestures. Her just doing. <laughs> be would you assume that's what I like. Why would you be doing rude
0: Judo's hand gestures? Juno's doing hand
1: gestures now. That's what you said. Language and themes. <laughs>
0: We've already talked about that. Ah!
1: We have, it's true. Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. Can I speak now? Speak now. Swift <laughs> yeah. reference. We went to see Sunset Boulevard. I said speak now. At the Savoy Theatre in London. Have uh, we of... see inappropriate stuff? Just a couple of days before it closed. Yes, this is also where we saw a pretty woman. But Which where we, we never will did also an see. On. We'll see Mean Girls. And I don't think that. Well, it's going to be a bit inappropriate, but you already know it all anyway, so it's fine. When I say she knows it all, I mean she knows Mean Girls off by heart. Not that she knows all the rude things in the world. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. What's happened here? You said something about rude gestures and now I'm... Was... Oh, God. Anyway, so we saw Sunset Boulevard. Isn't? Uh, by the time this is posted, it would have closed ages ago because it was closing at the end of the ages. first week in Jan. So we went to see it. Yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today. It's a bit of a crazy production. If you listen, to be fair, if you're listening to this, you're probably a theatre fan who probably knows about it. So you might have seen it yourself or seen it on social media. I mean, I've never seen it in a normal way. so. (laughs) But I know this isn't it because we Googled what it normally looks like, didn't we? Just for reference purposes. Shall I talk about the plot synopsis?
0: Yeah, you go, girl. Three, two, one.
1: Sunset Boulevard is based on a really old film. And it's an old black and white film, which will become relevant.
0: Well, it was always relevant.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, when we talk about it, and it's about an actress called Norma Desmond, who, as the show starts, she used to be really famous for being in silent movies. But at the time that the show set in, it's when the talkies have come in. So silent movie stars aren't as in demand. And so she's basically just been rattling around her massive house on Sunset Boulevard. Which you don't know is massive from um, a saw. She really obviously wants to get back into being famous and making movies. But no one's really interested because they think she's out like old, out of fashion also, and too I old. Don't know. And again, that's something we'll talk a bit more about. And this guy called Joe Gillis, he wants to be a writer uh, of movies. And he randomly ends up at her house. I don't know. It's because people are chasing him to try and like repossess his car. And he ends up there. And then she's like, oh, hi. He's like, oh, you're Norma Desmond. She's like, yeah, I am. Yes. And he goes, oh, cool. And then she basically kidnaps him <laughs> and makes him stay in her house. So they can write her big comeback together. He betrays her. They have this really complicated relationship because it's like she at least says that she's in love with him. But is she? Who knows? And he pretends to be interested in her because he thinks this is going to perhaps be like a big break for him. And he's like hiding out stuff with from the people who are trying to get him. But then there's this other person who works at the studio called Betty Schaefer who wants to write a movie with him. And they kind of have a bit of a thing going. And then ultimately Norma discovers that he's been kind of going behind her back and sneaking out of the house at night which apparently isn't allowed and so she responds to this in a totally proportionate way doesn't she do know yeah because she kills him
0: Ooh. which is not
1: really proportionate that was a joke that was me being silly don't kill people <laughs> just don't nice that you think that don't kill people just in guys case. you're so silly just in case you're listening to this and being like oh do musicals give me lessons to live life by the answer is no. no. Although I did make that joke when we went in Chicago as well, didn't I? So maybe I should stop <laughs> making these kinds of jokes. Do you know? Would you like to talk a little? I would like to talk a little. A little? little. Would you like to talk at a good volume about what makes this production... Sunset Boulevard! ...different and interesting. Oh, sorry, wrong timing. So it's been done by the Jamie Lloyd Company, who I'm not massively familiar with, but I think all their stuff is sort of stripped back and weird. And do you know... <laughs> Juno, theatre correspondent. What did I call the other day? Audience behaviour prefect. <laughs> with a crazy hairstyle. I've done something weird with my hair. It's going to talk loudly and clearly. My hair's going to talk loudly Yes. <laughs> I like, don't it's care which part, part of you does it. About, what was it? Oh. Hello,
0: so, Sunset so Boulevard, yeah. The end.
1: Cool, Goodbye. that was very informative. And we
0: got Pitch Perfect 2 again. What? You we're gonna call it Pitch Perfect no, 2. I'm gonna
1: go watch Pitch Perfect Oh, well, you two. can't watch Pitch Perfect 2 till we finish this episode. Oh, yeah.
0: Sunset Boulevard was strange.
1: Something you know loads about.
0: Hmm? So it had no set
1: except a chair. Maybe a couple of chairs. Multiple. Multiple chairs. i cry,
0: cry! And then it also. <laughs> what is up with you? Had weird costumes.
1: They were well, all they weren't black weird, and white. were they? They weren't even like costumes, they were just like normal clothes.
0: And mm. we hate that, you know, just kidding.
1: Well, I think it's a bit underwhelming. What I said it was like if you were doing a drama something. club or a school play or something and the person was like, oh, just everyone bring in black and white clothes. And that's what you did. I kind
0: of like this hairstyle.
1: It's amazing. <laughs> it's not. The original film that is based on is black and white. And obviously all the films that Norma was in would have been in black and white. And so the show is meant to look like it's a black and white movie, isn't it? Mm -hmm. and it just meant it was super Mm -hmm. dark and you were really sleepy yeah so that didn't help and they use like projections and cameras yeah they did so a lot of the time on stage there's (laughs) (laughs) there's uh members of the cast with cameras and then you see what they're recording projected on this massive screen massive it is massive and it sort of came up and down didn't it yeah and so at the start it began with joe talking about his situation and how hard it is to make it in hollywood and then he was driving away and the camera was right in front of his face and he was like looking really stressed And the the projection was made to look like he was driving his car and it made me think of the bit in in dreams where oliver thompson also previously of and juliet because joe gillis was being played by tom francis so that was an exciting connection yes so it's like an extreme close-up on his face extreme extreme and actually a lot of the close-ups were quite extreme weren't they extreme like uncomfortably close weird and there were opening credits and closing closing credits credits on the
0: screen (gasps)
1: screen (laughs) <laughs> Which was quite cool, wasn't it? I liked it at the beginning, and also really it made cool. us really sure that it was going to be Nicole Scherzinger in it because I was a little bit worried at the start. I thought that was quite clever, and also because we managed to get tickets on this amazing deal because a few months ago there was an announcement that the Jamie Lloyd Company, as I think they do for their productions, were doing a offer for people under thirty and like key workers and a few other groups to get tickets for this show for twenty quid a piece. Which, having bought tickets for shows at the Savoy, is insanely cheap. And so we were sat in row H mm-hmm. in the dress circle. So it was a little bit further back than we'd usually sit. But, but because projection, Yeah, because of the massive screen, it was sort of like when you... It made me think of being at a concert, you know, like when you go and watch a band or a singer and you're sat quite far back, and, but there's massive screens either side. And so you end up just sort of watching them. It was yeah. a bit like that, wasn't it? I thought that was really clever. I'm mean, As discussed in previous episodes, I'm not usually a fan of projections being used excessively, but I felt like they, it wasn't like we can't be bothered to build a set, so here's a projection of something. It was actually, there was a purpose it. Well, they to it. didn't build a set or anything. Well, no, but I think that was just like a thing. Fine. What about the bit at the start of the second half, where he went walkabout? Oh!
0: So, at the start of the second half, Tom Francis, who was Joe, went, like, with the cameras. You could see him on the screen going through all the dressing rooms and stuff. But then he went outside, past Mountain Warehouse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was such a massive feature. <laughs>
0: and then he went back into the theatre.
1: And he, like, came in through the front doors, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, it was crazy. And it was quite cool, but we did kind of think, what was the point of that, didn't we? No, people filming it outside. Yeah, people on their phones. So, when he was coming through the back of the theatre, it was quite funny because he... Sort of walk past dressing rooms and the so there's this guy Max in the show. Oh my god, he
0: was so weird. He's
1: sort of what is like normally he's like her butler, isn't he? But also sort of bodyguard, general enforcer, and as it turns out later in the show, ex-husband and director in her early work. He was he was many. Parts. He is everything. So he was sat in the dressing room. And he was just looking at a picture of the Pussycat cat dolls, which was funny. As most people listening will know, I'm sure Nicole Scherzinger, who's starring as Norma Desmond, was in the Pussycat Dolls. That's like how she got her big break
0: in uh, a show.
1: Yeah, because we saw what was her name, Melody Melody Thornton, Thornton in in the Bodyguard. bodyguard.
0: If you have a name like Melody Thornton, you must be a singer. Imagine
1: if you're called Melody and you were rubbish at singing. That'd be well embarrassing. Oh, there used to be, well, there used to be, there still is, because that's how books work. But there was this book I read when I was a kid called The Queen's Nose, and the two girls in it were sisters, and they were called Harmony and Melody. And I always thought that was really cool. So, and then he as he was walking around the back of the stage, there was a cardboard cut out of Andrew Lloyd Webber, who he wrote, wrote the, show, the show. It wasn't so that's just random. Funny. And yeah, it was all a bit weird, was it? He doesn't it? just like live down the street. From My so mother, it? shout out to Jane, Hi! if you're listening. Saw this show before we did, and she went to see it with Rachel Tuckerin, who was doing the Monday night shows instead of Nicole Scherzinger, which she did on purpose because she didn't want to see Nicole. She said that that bit where he goes outside is meant to be because in the film Joe's going out all the time; and he's like sneaking out in the evening, and Norma doesn't know where he is, and it like stresses her out. Can I talk? So about she a said really it was meant to show that. Bit. You can talk about a really awkward well, bit. Well, two
0: things: the bit one, at the start. Yeah, but also number one, she never wore any shoes, and number two, at the start there was this. How long was it, would you say?
1: Oh, it was at least five minutes. It was an uncomfortable amount of time.
0: Where there was, this girl was meant to play, like, young Norma Desmond or something. She was standing on the stage, just, like, standing, not doing anything.
1: Yeah. And
0: it literally lasted so long And you didn't know if you were meant to be quiet or anything
1: It was really weird So everyone where we were sitting was quiet But then you could hear the really people down in the, people in the stalls Appeared to be being really loud And like still laughing and having a great time And I was like Is this like a teacher standing at the front Waiting for the class to be quiet before they do anything Because as a teacher I know that's a really risky strategy Because sometimes you can be stood there for quite a long time And then that you always think happens in my class I wish I hadn't started this now That's why I use my whistle instead much quicker Usually what happens when you're doing <laughs> yeah. that thing of waiting for quiet is someone in the class go guys be quiet and then they all gradually shush each other and i enjoy that and then you just really passive aggressively go thank you and carry on why that are we talking fun. about that oh because of the bit of stuff and yeah it was weird wasn't it we were thinking is are they waiting for everyone to be quiet before they start because i feel like they're not going to be quiet yeah. until it starts it was very odd and then what were you going to say was the other uncomfortable bit oh just that she never wore any shoes oh that she never wore shoes <laughs> i came up with a theory for that didn't I? yeah but i didn't think it was true yeah. mm. i thought it was quite good yeah, but What was it? That it was like it shows how ill-equipped she is for like modern life. And the fact that she's just always at home. Because if you never leave your house, you don't have to wear shoes, do you? You know, like that she way between Christmas socks and New Year. Either. Well you don't go anywhere, so you literally never have to put shoes on. I don't on. wear
0: any socks when I'm around the house except now. You're
1: literally wearing socks when Yeah, because right I've been now. out today. That Max guy, should we talk about how crazy he was? So the oh, there's yeah. a whole thing in the show of like Norma being mad, the fact that she is Crazy. A crazy lady. She's sort of been driven mad by I think, of the rejection of Hollywood and feeling really let down. And obviously she's very isolated, but then that Max guy, he is crazy. He's insane. And he refers to her as Madame, which is really funny. And when he sung, it was very sort of like Phantom of the Opera, wasn't it? It was very dramatic and sort of big songs. I thought it was quite interesting to think, like, which one of them has driven the other mad? Or were they both always like that? And is that how they've ended up? sort of stuck in this situation together it was interesting what did you think of the music I thought that they, it was good thanks Juno that was very descriptive what I really liked about it was the orchestration like every time the orchestra it sounds fancy kind of struck up a tune there were these really big I'm going to use the word browsing oh there was what was the theme it was like doo, 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 doo. it was that with one look or whatever it was called and every so oh, often they'd strike song, up with that so- and it just, it sounded really beautiful. It's not really, i don't really listen to sort of orchestra type music. When you get those questions on University Challenge where they go, music round now, and me and daddy go, oh. And then he goes, are you going to hear a piece of classical music? And we go, oh. And then we just skip it because we don't know any classical From music. In the 1930s. Yeah. You're going to hear a piece of classical music. Guess the composer. And we just sit there and go, Mozart, Chopin, Tchaikovsky. And it's usually one of them. It's like when it's a painter. Who painted this? Caravaggio that's usually right. Oh, my God. And actually, I think, like, I really enjoyed that with Miss Saigon as well, like, the orchestra. So I just think it was really sort of, like, lush. It felt massive. I would have liked to know how many members of the orchestra there were, because it sounded like there were billions of them. Billions? Oh. Probably not billions.
0: Oh. Maybe that's why there's no
1: space to, like, hang out at the Savoy, because the orchestra take up so much room.
0: Can we talk about the fact you're not allowed to go... In and out. Yeah,
1: so we we saw this when we went in, didn't we? So what did the signs say? I didn't read the signs. Well, roughly, just, what did they say?
0: They said something like, basically, that when the show starts, you're not going to be allowed
1: out and back in. You're trapped. Like Joe, maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's meant to help I you empathise. I think it is. I think it's because he walks. It's a massive experience.
0: I think it's because he does walk through the theatre being filmed quite a bit.
1: Yeah. So yeah, there were signs up that said, if you're late, you won't be allowed yeah. in until the interval. You can't leave the theatre. Once you're in, so you can't go to the toilet, you can't do anything. And if you leave, you aren't allowed back in. And then we saw on ShowScore when we were like doing a our show review. reviewing thing. Yeah, so if you're looking at, and actually some of the reviews are really funny. Like some of the reviews for this, the bad ones especially, were absolutely hilarious. It said people couldn't leave. And then on the reviews, people were getting really angry about it and were like, well, I guess this show is really good unless you had to watch it on a 23-inch screen out in the bar because they're not letting you in. And much as it was amazing that people weren't getting up, because when we went to Hamilton last week, people were constantly getting up. And I was like, guys, I refuse to believe you can't just hold it in until the interval.
0: There was one who went out. And then she just like kind of crouched down in the aisle until Well, yeah, the end unless the there's been a fire
1: and they were then obstructing everyone from escaping. Highly irresponsible. But yeah, in Hamilton. And then
0: she just moved when they were was, yeah. was happening. Yeah, people were I going to the was.
1: toilet all the time. It was madness. So I did, I quite liked with this that was like, it was like, not like the show no, you're not allowed. What it did prove was that if people have to hold it in, they can. But I, get, I bet the queue for the toilets in the interval was absolutely terrible. But on the reviews, it did say some people had then missed the show because of it. Which uh, is pretty funny, I Can think.
0: I just ask if anybody knows what a little moon is? Then please, leave comments. comment?
1: Oh, yeah, if you've ever had them. So, did we talk about... Oh, we didn't do a Hamilton episode. So, we, well, we have, but it was ages ago. So, when we went to Hamilton, oh, we noticed God. that they had these, these freezers full of what look like like donut holes or something. You know when you get, like, the round bit? I've and never, never had there. them. Juno is claiming I've made them up. I and they sort of look like up. pre-scooped bits of ice cream
0: yeah and we noticed people were, were eating sword. them like with a cocktail
1: stick and we don't know what they are do you know what it must be though because the palace theater in manchester where we saw hamilton and the savoy are both atg theaters so it must What's just be that? a thing that you get well it's the company that owns those theaters oh ambassador theater group i think is what it's called if you got that wrong. so yeah if you've had little moons is that what they're called We'd really that, like to know. Um, what we could just Google it, I suppose, couldn't we? I don't want to Google but it. I'd rather fun. someone tells Dina me. Do you know, wait and see until there's a YouTube video about it. Oh, and yeah. then she'll become an expert. that's how she learns everything now. I've
0: not been at school for a
1: week. Yeah, that's true.
0: This is going to get posted whilst it's school time. So just to be clear, it's not that like I'm just skipping out school. We recorded
1: this in the Christmas holidays. Well, I've actually been at work today. So my Christmas holidays are over. You're all yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I was gonna say about Nicole's. Do you wanna say about the response to her when she sang her big songs? Applause. Right, I mean that's quite a normal response, <laughs> isn't it? So was it just a normal amount of applause? One and a half minutes of applause. It was wild, wasn't it? So when she sang Insane that song in the memory, it's Is it called Just One Look? In the I think rain. that's what it's called in the act one. I keep referring to the first and second half, which does make it sound like I'm talking about a football match. So she sang the song and then everyone went absolutely crazy, didn't they? It like, was really good. trying to start a standing ovation. It was amazing. Like Her voice is insane. I loved it. But it was crazy. And then she sang that song in the second half. Is it called As If We Never Said Goodbye or something? I don't know. Isn't it in
0: the Pussycat Dolls she was the only one who ever got to do any singing? Yeah, anything. she was the only one who got to do any singing, I think.
1: And again, the audience response to that was wild. And I've not really ever witnessed anything like if you think. Like when we saw Dream Girls, the reaction to I'm telling you I'm not going was pretty rapturous, but that was right at the end of the first half. When we saw Sylvia, when we saw Sylvia Knight, no, Beverly Knight in Sylvia, not Sylvia Knight in Beverly. That would be very strange. (laughs) I don't think the response was as insane for one person, was it? So I don't know whether there were a lot of people there who'd literally gone wanting to see Nicole Schertzinger, but she was amazing. And the day after we went, they announced it's transferring to Broadway. With same people. With most of the same cast. So, like, Tom Francis is going to be making his Broadway debut, which is very exciting. It's quite... It's, like, a big deal, isn't it? So, that's really cool. And Nicole's going over there to do it as well. I think it'll do really well, there because it's totally different. Like, having... As we know from previous discussions, I spend a lot of time looking at what's on on Broadway and what would I go and see if I was going to New York? And I think this is different to anything else that's on. And I think people will be interested in it because she's in it. So... That was quite cool. What was your overall feeling about the show, do you know?
0: I thought that it was interesting, like how they did stuff. Like I thought that bits of it were really good. And then there were bits of it that I was like, I don't really know. If it's says really good or really bad. Yeah,
1: that's what I said, wasn't it, at the end, that it's sort of there were bits of it where I couldn't tell if I thought it was brilliant or if I thought it was awful.
0: Your deep thoughts are that brilliant and terrible are not really far apart, they're actually really close. Yeah. So something can be real, but if you go too over the top with it, then it's terrible. I think the okay. things that
1: are opp- opposite ends of the scale are like if something's just meh and you're not bothered, that's at one end. And then terrible and brilliant are both at the other end, really close together. Like they're two tube stations that are really near. And you could actually walk from one to the other. Terrible and brilliant I like Hoban and Covent Garden. <laughs> like, in theory, you can just walk from one to the other in like five minutes. You can get it's to dead the travel it. it's happening. And then, through. Mare is like Stratford. <laughs> that's that's my Mare analogy. It's Stratford. Mare. So, those are the things that it's like in Rent when it says, the opposite of war isn't peace, it's, it's creation. creation. Oh. Juno, I'm very impressed that you know that. Mm. Juno has not watched Rent. I have not. However, I would take you to see Rent, I think. A more good parents. Probably oh come on the damage is done at this point isn't
0: it <laughs> so you don't even care anymore if i saw an announcement that
1: the book of mormons coming back around next year and i was like oh she'll be nearly 12 then is that old enough for mormon and then i was like no nope. no oh anyway just you know we need to have all these theatrical experiences do you know yeah so at the start of it i was i was sort of torn because there were bits of it where i sort of liked and hated it at the same time like in the opening number. Tom Francis, I love him. Like I thought he was brilliant in Aunt Julia and I'm a big fan because when we met him at the stage door after the show, he's just really nice and didn't seem scared by scared. a woman old enough to be his, let's say aunt, fangirling at him. And I think he's brilliant in that part. Like I'm really happy to get to see him do a sort of a bigger part and a more central role in a show I think he's got a lot of charisma as well like when he's sort of being kind of moody which works really well obviously with the kind of oh I've just thought I can use my favourite word to describe this show are you ready? have I told you my favourite word before? the word that's it's about like the contrast between black and white just say it chiaroscuro <gasps> That's my favourite word. So that's what makes this show sort of so visually. Yeah, really listen, listen. This is the phrase I'm gonna say churros. Visually arresting. it does. Churros. churros, yeah. That's yes. it. Let's choreograph Dance some routines. churros, people. Dance yes, let's go. With donuts. Oh. We didn't even get a donut, did we? Ooh. We did get ice cream while we were there. Ooh. So oh, at the beginning, gelato. that opening number, I thought it was really good. And I thought the ensemble were amazing. But I wasn't. This is a massive- big ensemble was. There's like 20 of them or something. I, I wasn't know. massively struck on the choreography. And then... There was one bit that was weird. The bit at the end. So the, at the end of the show, very some very of it was really odd. So there's this bit where everyone's gone a bit crazy and they're all just chasing around after each other. Yeah. But it did just look like they were doing a sort of random crazy version of the bleep test that people have to do in their PE lessons. They're literally all just running from one side to the stage. I thought that looked silly, to be yeah, perfectly honest. me too. And then... In the sort of big confrontation at the end where Norma's sort of descending full on into crazy, you had like 10 members of the ensemble all come on in the same little black sort of slip dress that she was wearing, like male and female performers. And they were doing this, like, dancing that resulted in them all just kind of lying on the floor and kind of spasming. And I was like, what's this meant to mean? And that the bits where the young Norma was doing her sort of interpretive dances, I was mm. a bit like, mm, no, mate.
0: Is this a dream ballet? ballet?
1: Give me some proper dancing.
0: Yeah. Do some hip-hop dancing. You said that
1: the other day, didn't you? And I thought that was a really good description. Like, some dancing. of it is a bit dream ballet-esque. And as we learned from Schmigadoon, and we knew, already knew, and agreed with, no one likes a Dream Ballet. It's just not not what anyone's interested in. It's not. That's why I don't want to go see Oklahoma. Well, that's not the only Wait, we reason. Well, we can't go and see Oklahoma. Yeah, but do you not think having enjoyed Sunset Boulevard that actually you might you probably might have enjoyed? Probably might. You might have enjoyed Oklahoma as well. Well, it's too late now because it's not on anymore. Yay! But if it comes on tour... No. I'll just go and see it without you.
0: Okay.
1: And then you'll be sorry. No. You will because you were sorry that you didn't come and see Footloose with I me. I never said that. You have said that. No, I wrote it down. I sent my friend a message about it, and what that's proof. Isn't that how you think things would work in a court of law? I said it definitely happened because I sent my friend a message that said it. Though.
0: Yeah, but you could have just made that. up. I didn't. You, you okay. would say that. Who Someone... thinks this sounds like my mother? She stood up once
1: and just went bonanza, and then ran out of the room. Right. I'm sure everyone listening to this is thinking doesn't sound like no, something no she would say katie sounds like a really sensible i'm now controlling your thoughts and you she doesn't just that. say random words like bonanza <laughs> like she might have jumped up and shouted bargain you definitely these a not. thing she says because you went it's what banana! stephanie bread. burke who she used to work with her pizza hut used to say okay shout out pizza hut Feels anyway i like haven't been to here. pizza hut in years
0: going mad well oh, yeah because i sometimes say can we go to pizza? And you're like, you go, oh, no. When do you ever say, can we go
1: to pizza? I park? used
0: to, but then I just gave up. Because oh, she go, gave oh, up. No. Her
1: life is so sad. Yeah, but now you're just gave obsessed with on Pizza mind. Express. Melby, Shout okay. out to Pizza Express. <laughs> so so out often, Rudy's. the Shout food out accompaniments. Fella.
0: Shout out Pizza Union
1: pizza union yeah have never even been to pizza Union? no but i know it's a place you're just thinking we might get some free pizza from somewhere know. if we just say the names of all the Co- restaurants we're doing all the same thing with our feet is it, i don't know if the mic will be picking it up though it's not making any noise is it no should we have a game of rock paper scissors for our time's feet. sake no with our hands let's go after three one, two, one, two, yes one. i won best on the third three. attempt no i'm not no that was the best of three was it? Yes, it was. No, you no, I'm not doing. It. No, I've won. I don't want to do it again. First twist. No, we need Boot. to talk about Sunset Boulevard. So, okay, this show has been quite divisive because I think some people have really disliked it, but I think on the whole, it's been really well I received. But like, I here. think most of the discussion I've seen about it is that people have liked it, and it's on a lot of lists as like one of the top shows that's been on in London this year. What? I think it's one of those things where like. You separate the best shows from the ones you enjoy the most. Yeah, I say that sometimes and you go, mm. No, I think that's really logical. But then I did enjoy it. I don't know. I still feel quite confused about it, to be honest, because I did enjoy it. But I think I had to sort of ease myself into it because I think at the beginning, my feeling was a bit like, oh, I'm not sure. And then once you sort of, ex- I think, to be honest, it's once Nicole Scherzinger comes on, once Norma Desmond appears. And start singing, and you're like, "Oh okay, crazy. and her performance is is very is really interesting because she's really sort of gurning for the camera, like her facial expressions when the camera's right up close to her and her face is massive across the stage. She to
0: overact at all because there's no sound in... Yeah, so that's pitchies what she would have been used to doing.
1: Pitchy. You,
0: you said it was talkies. Yeah, but well, the ones before were just... <laughs>
1: why would they be called pitchies? I don't know. What would that even mean? they even just... They were just like silent films. I suppose at the time they just called them films. Cause silent they filmies. They weren't any other kinds. Although yeah. they were mu- there was music. There just wasn't people Did talking. People need to
0: work out their lives and so do I by watching Pitch Perfect 2. Anyway, Anyway, Nicole I think, is Two quite twice, likely to win
1: twice. an Olivier next year for this. And so then some people, since they announced the Broadway run, have said, "Oh, she'll win a Tony as well." But I can't see them getting it into theaters ready to qualify for the Tonys this year. There's not I think much set to put in. That'll have to be next year. Well, that's true. <gasps> Maybe that's why Kimberly Akimbo is closing early. No, because that's quite a small theater. That won't be where they're putting Sunset Boulevard nope. on. We found out yesterday from our analytics manager, <laughs> also Matt. That okay. we've got people who listen to this podcast in New York. So, hi. We're you very excited. Tickets. That's really exciting that Buy you live in New York. Stuff, please. We love it there. Say hi to the Stardust Diner for us. Hi, and Missouri people. Liberty. Hi, Missouri person. And the person in Missouri. Cameron, yeah. Missouri. Cameron. <laughs> you love it. That's
0: that amazing. Literally. So for
1: those of you who are in New York, maybe you're going to see that this is coming to Broadway and be like, oh, I wonder what Katie and Juno, those musical theatre weirdos, think of it. And I think you should go and see it. Like if it wasn't clo- Yeah. If it wasn't closing, <laughs> yeah. I would still say to people that they should go. I'm really, like, to be honest, right, I know our tickets were well cheap. Like, 20 quid for dress circle tickets for a Western show is insane. And that was, like, we wouldn't have gone to see it otherwise. That Not. was the whole reason oh, that nah, we went. Nah. And I think I probably would have paid more but probably not enough to sit in those seats generally. But it was, I think it is something that's really worth seeing. Maybe they'll show it in cinemas or something now that it's closed. I wonder if they filmed it, filmed it. Filmed it, filmed it. You know what I mean? I wonder if they filmed it. Because obviously yeah. it's getting filmed all the time while they're on the stage. <laughs> oh, what was the a person's name who played Betty? Was her name Grace Hodgett Young? Is that right? And David Thaxton was Max. And they were all amazing. And actually, the ensemble were terrific as well. There was this yeah. bit where they were singing about movies and they were all sat in a long row on Maybe chairs I'm and then we're sort of up. standing up and sitting down it doesn't sound very exciting it did look like a sort of crazy game of musical chairs but where no one got eliminated because no one took any chairs away <laughs> was like, is that what this is is this song gonna go on until someone wins because someone <laughs> might want to explain the rules <laughs> something i did what did Maybe you think f- of the fact that when people were talking to each other they weren't usually looking at each other they were usually looking forwards like out to the audience did you notice that? We
0: always get told to do that in drama since at PQA and stuff.
1: It looks really inauthentic though, doesn't it? But I suppose with this, they're not trying to make it look like naturalistic. No. It's not meant no. to look real. I think you should stand at an angle. So you're sort of looking at each other, but you're
0: also sort of looking at the audience.
1: Yeah.
0: If you notice, when we were doing Matilda, we were never looking directly at each other because you're always being told to face the audience. Yeah. That's our main criticism, what you always
1: get at PQA, face the audience. I suppose that is a bit of a weird thing to do then when you're performing. I just felt like it was, I don't know. Because if you're in a film, like people, when people, I'm not in a film, but when people are in films, (laughs) they're not acting by looking at the camera, are they? Because that would be really stupid. So I don't really know what the decision was for that. Anyway, I think like stuff like this, where you're still talking about it and wondering why they did those things and thinking it was interesting. I think that's something that's really worth seeing. And to be honest, I'm really pleased that like you enjoyed it and got something out of watching it. Because I think you're not like other children. As we've said before in the Marks and Spencers (laughs) Ladyboy. And I think a lot of kids wouldn't have got it. Like, I don't necessarily think it is a show that people would take their normal 11-year-olds to. But as we all know, you're not a normal 11-year-old. You're a massive weirdo. Uh, So that's that. Thanks, Juno. Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Sunset Boulevard. Boulevard
0: how many years? i think they're doing
1: a cast recording i think i've seen that on instagram today and i would listen to it i don't really want to listen to the recordings that exist now because they sound a bit dated but i would listen to it with this cast i think partly yeah. just because it'd be nice to get to listen to tom francis who is an ipswich fan i remember seeing on instagram once that he was at portman Road, and i was like oh i love him even more now i was so excited Tom Francis, Charlie from Busted, me. There's a lot of cool fan tips, ex- which we've got Anna Sheeran, <laughs> Yeah. Him too. How yeah. would you rate it in terms of stage appropriateness? There was
0: like two swear words in the first half. No, it's fine. And then there was the bit where she was killing him, was a bit.
1: Oh, yeah, we need to talk about that, don't we? No, we, we so don't. People we do who, have have, who follow stuff like this on social media will have seen like pictures and clips of the finale. But right at the end, when they will come on to do the bows. So he's in his pants. He's just in his pants because he's had this... Covered because so, Right, and there's a couple of Todd things we haven't mentioned. It. So at the start of the show, he comes out of a body bag. Yeah. That was weird. So you know that he's dying. And so you guess that something's gone wrong there. And then she has bought him clothes, or specifically that crazy Max guy has bought him clothes yeah. from her. And then at the end, he starts taking his clothes off, like obviously to make a point that he's leaving and he doesn't want to take anything she's got him. But it does just look like he's like a kid having a tantrum by like taking off their pants. So he's then just stood there in his boxes. And then the there's the sort of jump scares, aren't there? Because you get like this gunshot sound and the whole theater goes completely black. And then it flashes. And then it flashes a couple of times. And then every time it flashes, she's more and more covered in blood. So at the end of the show- I don't show, know how that happened because there was no blood on the floor or anything. Yeah. When everyone comes on for Clean the bows, lady. Nicole Scherzinger and Tom Francis are just like covered in blood and he's just in his pants. And I just she's think- <laughs> he was like yeah i've got this part this is amazing and then they're like oh and by the way you have to bow your pants. when you come on for the bows at the end you're just gonna have to stand there in your pants and, and he was like oh cool <laughs> and then there were people waiting at the stage door and i was like guys you're gonna be waiting a long time because surely they're gonna want to have a shower before they leave
0: yeah it was
1: great it was like carry at the end it's like this is wild guys i think it's probably not necessarily appropriate for children just in terms of Would your average child who's not a massive theatre nerd find a lot to enjoy in that? Or would the black and whiteness of it and the sort of grown-up storylines put them off? Yeah, the lack of set, I think. You probably would take your 11-year-olds to Frozen and Matilda rather than Sunset Boulevard, realistically. But my 11-year-old has already seen those multiple times, so she gets to come and see Sunset Boulevard. What happens when you've
0: already seen the child stuff? You just get to go
1: and see weird stuff. To be fair, you have seen Frozen and Matilda again this year. So the answer to that is sometimes you just go and see the the stuff again. Just in case you're
0: judging me, I'm really weird about Disney films and I'm obsessed.
1: Are you? I love Disney films. When was the last time we watched a Disney film? When we watched Frozen 2 the other week? But I really like Frozen. However, and then I want to watch Tangled again. Oh, yeah. You and say I this. The that Princess and you're the obsessed Croc- with these things, though. but you're very snooty about going to see musicals that are aimed at children. Like, you wouldn't go and see the enormous Let's crocodile. Let's turn it off
0: now. <laughs> yeah, because the enormous crocodile looks so weird. I thought it, it looked was, really good. It was for I like bet tiny for little kids. kids.
1: It was amazing. Yeah, same with I Shrek. I think it's still on. I don't want to go see Shrek. See, I think that's quite weird. I think you're just being a hipster.
0: Mm, I think you're like yeah, that's me. Such a hipster, children. you
1: know. All the theatre kids are hipsters.
0: <laughs> Please comment hipster. your thoughts on this.
1: Hipster theatre kids. I'm right, we'll call it a day there because I've I'm got a hipster this and I've got a bit of a backlog. Okay, so we'll <laughs> end this there. <laughs> oh, sorry. You can find us on Instagram at stage underscore appropriate. Thank you very much for listening Bye. to our episode, and we'll be back Bye. soon with more. Musical theatre nonsense. Musical theatre nonsense. Goodbye. She did a head noddy there. Bye.